It's recording already. That's awesome. Here we go. Everything <laughs> <laughs> we can say everything we want whenever oh, we want. Cool. I am not gonna say anything about your speech or anything about that. You're free to talk however cool. you want. Cool. Uh, what I wanted to say was thank you to NSA, Noble Savage Arch, for sponsoring us. Thank you for Monkey Tape. Monkey Tape's cool. got their fingers in here too, you know? Monkey Tape fingers. We need them. <laughs> we need them. Yeah, Look at that. Yeah, that's wor- yeah. <laughs> that's way worse than mine. Thank you to uh, Kortenbach VF, VFX for all the VFX works. So if you see like Hulk Hogan like passing by here at some point, that's it. Cool, cool. Grips, Notwinter for all the training. And that's it. That's nice. all the, the sponsors we have. And in front of me, Welcome. Yeah, thank you, man. Hank Hennevier. Legend. Nice with you. No, uh, no, a no. legend. Yes, you are, man. Just a simple dude. Legend, legend. How long have you been doing Jiu Jitsu now? Uh, about 15 years now. Just 15 years. Yeah. That's legend material right there. Yeah, man. And I love it still. Yeah. Like, it's the first day. Really? Yeah. Oh, that is, oh, that is perfect. Yeah. That's what you look for in somebody that really likes it, man. Yeah. I'm man. happy. How, so, you still, 15 years. How did you, how did you, I want to hear it. How did you get into it? Well, my, my origin is like Muay Thai kickboxing, karate, mm-hmm. and I was training for like eight years. And then uh, here in uh, Almere, yeah, here in Almere. You... first right. I, I done it in the north of Holland for a couple of years. Yeah. And then I moved to Almere and started training here. I started training karate and kickboxing at the same time. Yeah. And then when I did a course, like a study again to, to be trained a coach, I met someone uh, in a judo class and he was doing Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu, but I didn't know. <laughs> so he took me to the ground and instinctively I just did what I thought was good. <laughs> so, I, I had the same problem. I was a boxer and somebody took me to the ground. I felt like a little bitch. Yeah. I, felt, I felt like, oh, fuck. <laughs> he, he did stuff with me that I thought, man, what the hell yeah, are you doing? Yeah. <laughs> so, and then he invited me to, to uh, train with him at home. It was in 2004. Chris Gandain is his name. Yeah. I never forget. Good friend Shout of mine. Shout out to Chris, man. Yeah. Thank you for starting this hero on the journey. Yeah, if it Thank wasn't you. for him, I would never met Brazilian Jiu Jitsu. So God. all the credits to him for the beginning. Oh, there you go. Yeah. There you go. That's awesome. And uh, so he, he took me at home and just with three mats and in the living room. <laughs> and every Monday night we started training and drilling, drilling from the DVD from Shancha Machado. Eddie Bravo was still a purple belt back then on the <laughs> DVD. And we just started training half guard. And that was my first. Uh, yeah, how do you say the meeting with Brazilian Jiu Jitsu? And then he took me to Amsterdam with uh, Yamasaki, was still the name. Kado was teaching uh, yeah, there. Yeah, I know. I heard Kado. Long yes, time yes, ago. Yes, yes. Yeah, wow. it was great, man. It was great. And then, yeah, I couldn't stop, man. It went from one day to two days, three days. Then I went two times a day. And I just wanted to learn everything about it. And I stopped kickboxing, I stopped karate, and I focused only on Brazilian Jiu Jitsu from 2000. Six, I think, two outside. Till till now. Yeah, and then not. two times a day training. Try to get everywhere my sources, seminars, England training with Ricardo Dan uh, Ricardo de Silva and Nova Forza. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I will talk a little bit later about him because yes. a lot of respect and I got like different professors who I see my professors and uh, I'm very loyal to those guys and uh, I, I everything what I'm doing here. It's because of them. So also yeah, all the credits and everything to them. Yeah, for sure. Awesome, man. Yeah. That is so cool. And then you started up right here. Was this the first one you no. ever started? Because I looked around yeah. and I was just, just, I was just 
like researching a little bit and I said there's a kaishin everywhere <laughs> yeah yeah these are they're growing everywhere man that is yeah. awesome yeah. that's the first one that's actually like oh this is the first this is this is the very first yeah, one yeah. we are in like in the base where it started yeah well it started in another gym here in Almere yeah but I I'm not sure like eight years ago I moved here because we're like all the days in the same place i didn't want to like two days in that gym and two days in that gym oh, right. so now we got one space and uh, we're just here and from there because all the affiliations there is not one i'm um uh, when i ask if they wanted to connect with me they asked me if they, they could, could be part of you yeah oh, that's awesome and uh yeah it's like a passion for me this is something more than just like a business or whatever because i got four jobs so for me, to this is not about making money. So I, the first question those guys always ask me, how much is the fee? Because you know, you like yeah, Rivera, yes, we know, we know and every everyone does it uh, does it their own way, and it's fine. I don't have no uh, opinion about that, you know. But I told them I don't want no any fee. I don't want. I want zero money. I got some values and quality and level. Those are me for me important. That's Real friendship trust and, and awesome, open yeah. open you know and uh, and that's for me is important if they mm. stand for those things i will help them how i did this and i share my knowledge or my experience and i share with them and and we, together we can make each other better and make this world a little bit nicer that is to do so. so that's for so, me so let's let's say, do you you don't think that this whole like if you pay to be affiliated no, I don't. Do why, 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 why wouldn't you do that? Why do you think it's bad? Yeah, no, I don't think. I it's think bad. I think the value. I think the values you have. Yeah. I think the way you're doing it personally. I think the way you're doing it is the best way possible. It, it's like that is extremely old school. Like uh, we're going all the way back from like you carry the name and yeah. there's a value and everything. There's no money involved. Yeah. Just but you, there has to be like a certain level yeah. and there has to be a certain dedication to this whole thing. Yeah. I mean that is that is what what I yeah. aspire to be. For me, it's like uh, I'm not gonna put everything in the podcast about my history, about my youth. But yeah, I, yeah. I, I had my share of uh, obstacles in life. Let's call it that yeah. way. Okay. So not everything was very easy. And I know how it feels to be alone. I know how it feels when no one believes you in you. I know how it is to stand alone for something. Yeah. And uh, I always said I want to do something back. And this is my chance to do something back to society. And, you know, we live in in a society where everything gets more selfish and individual, and there's nothing bad with it. But I, I believe in uh, helping each other. And people always say, if you want to make the world a better place, stop with yourself. And for me, there's no better way through jujitsu. And if I can inspire or motivate just a couple of guys, and hopefully they can motivate. That's the reason why I post a lot of. <laughs> <Shit. Exactly. laughs> I put everything what I You're active. Think. You're yeah, active. You know, man, and it's the real thing. It's not like, right. I, yeah, just. Uh, when I sent you a message last, like, I said, your stuff inspired. Yeah, yeah, I see your stuff and I go, like, shit, I've got to go training right now. <laughs> I got to go, <laughs> got to stand up. So, yeah, that, that's for me the main reason why I uh, start doing this and one of the people help. And uh, the only yeah. thing, you know, you pay your, your students, you know, it's normal, yeah, you have yeah. to pay the rent and everything. But the affiliations, they don't pay me no fee. Ah, oh, that is awesome. Help That's them. a beautiful, beautiful mentality. Man. Yeah. Brings us closer together as humans. I yeah, believe. I believe also. I mean, if yeah. you take that money part away, if you want to do it, if you're going to carry my name, in yeah. a sense, you know, if you're going to carry the name Kaishin, then do it with, with based on an honor system, not on a, on a monetary system. No. I think that lasts longer also. Yeah, and you got like real friendship and... Uh, 
Yeah. Are you able that's to visit? second agenda. Yeah, yeah, that's true. For that's me, it's very important. That's a very good way to see. Do you have time to go everywhere to visit them? No, the it's very difficult. So I, I try to do my Because they're best. everywhere, man. <laughs> yeah, they Is there, isn't there one in, the, in Belgium too? No, Germany. In Germany, yeah. you know, all the way there. And I wish I could go uh, more yeah. often. I try to go there two, two times a year yeah. and I give a seminar. And uh, for that, I charge something, of yeah. course, because I have to go there and everything. Yeah. But it's not like... Uh, and then I got like, I think about eight in Holland. Yeah. And I don't go everywhere because some of these guys, they also come come here yeah. to train, oh, so I don't need to go there. But there are guys that are a little bit further and I try as much as I can, but it's very difficult. Like I said, I got like three to four jobs besides this. <laughs> so I, I wake up like six o'clock in the morning and I go to bed like 12, one o'clock at night. So, and everything yeah. between I give training or train myself. So that I'm getting 45 this year, so I'm not getting younger really? also. And I do really? it six times a week. Yeah. I just trained Sometimes with you. You so did not seem 45 at all. Yeah, at all. Mm. That is incredible. But I also see that while you're doing all of this too, yeah. I see you're working out like a beast. I yeah. mean, there's some, some, sometimes there's a video up there and there's like, and let me ask you just like this, how much do you weigh what, right now? Right now I'm like 79 kilograms. 79 kilos. I saw yeah. you deadlift some ridiculous weights. <laughs> like yeah. some, some amounts that I was like, nah, I'm not even doing that. Yeah, I, I just did 180 this week, <sighs> but I just got out of hospital like five weeks ago. <laughs> I've been in, in the hospital for a week with a phenomena. Guys, we found him. Iron Man is right here. <laughs> well, we no. found him. <laughs> this is him. No. It, it's just for me, it's like real patience, a lifestyle. And I, I, yeah. I really feel happy when I train because for me at the moment I'm training, I forget about the past, yeah. I forget about the future. And I'm at the moment. You're right there. Yeah. And right for there, me, it gives me rest me. in my head and here inside. So. That is, it does. Yeah. It does. It, that's the truth, man. That's amazing. 44 years old. Yeah. You're training hard now. You're gonna be 45 soon. Yeah, September. Yeah. September. Yeah, yeah. yeah looking forward to it. Yeah, yeah. looking. Oh God, man. Yeah. Mine's in May. I'm. Uh, I just got into masters now. Oh, so masters. Nice, uh, yeah. Cool. This is cool. going to be it. How about it? Masters is coming up. What do you yeah, think? Yeah. Do you I feel like competing? No, not yet because uh, because of the. So I was how? fighting at the Europeans with the phenomena. I didn't know I had one, but I was. Uh, I was over there. Yeah, and we were training at the warming up area, and we were sparring with everyone, and uh, mm. and then Thursday we went to Nazareth to the to the surfing place. Yeah, and it was I really know. awesome. I just mm. needed to go there, and then Friday I wake up with a cough, and uh, that was it. Like two days ago, I lost three and a half, four kilograms. Oof. I didn't sleep at well. I was sweating all night and during the night, and uh, I was weak. But I told the guys asked me, are you going to fight? I said, yeah, man, if I die, I die, but I'm going to fight. <sighs> you know? So I, I, I gave everything I got. But after three minutes, my muscles didn't get the oxygen because yeah, you're sick. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Stuck. my lungs. But we didn't knew then. Mm-hmm. And then I went back home. I was weaking, uh, working all week, giving training with the sickness. And then I lost 10 kilograms in a week. And Ooh. then the, my uh, doctor said, it's not going good. So they uh, emergency me to the hospital. And was hospitalized for for wow. a week. Yeah, wow. so I went all down. Wow! Uh, but God, yeah, it's a passion for what you're doing. I believe if you have a passion and you really love doing something, you just keep going. You don't think about what what, ha- what could happen. No. Yeah, that's something. That's a mentality you should carry always. I mean, yeah. if you are going to go compete and everything, like take care of your health. Yes, absolutely. But if you're going for it. I was already Don't, there. Yeah, I was already was signed up, and I, I was always brought up. You never back down. Never. There we go. And if I already was signed up, 
and I was already there, I, I might as well go. And if, if it doesn't work, it doesn't, it doesn't work. work. If it would happen like a week before and I wasn't there, I wouldn't go because I'm not stupid now. <laughs> but if I'm there, well, you know, you, you if I didn't it. survive, I did it with something I love. So what's a better way to go? <laughs> yeah, That is a very, very samurai mentality. Yeah. I love it. I love it. I love it. I love it, man. Uh, but th that's also the mentality of like, I'm going to fight either way. Yeah. And it doesn't matter if I win or lose. No, no. So if it, this is a message that I, I, I want to hear from you what you think about that. Like those new guys going into competition, yeah. they have that nervousness. Yeah. They have that. I still have it. It's like, normal. It's yeah. like, I, I still have it too. But most of it comes to like, why are you nervous? Yeah, because I don't want to lose. Yeah. I said, then you don't understand the no. game. But what do you think? Yeah, I know the feeling. I had the same thing in the beginning also. But I b believe if you're too much thinking about that, you're not going to fight like you normally do because you're going to hold back. Yeah. And I just believe it's not about winning. For me, not anymore. It's not about winning or losing. It's about uh, finding yourself and how you're going at the tough moments and how you're going to deal with that. And if there's a problem, how can you change the switch and how can you be creative with that? And even if, because every time I hear the saying, you win, you either win or you lose. <coughs> and from the beginning, I was very, I don't believe in that. I believe like 50% in it, but if we win, oh, we don't. For me, it's like, oh, we don't learn. And if we lose, we learn. But I think whether you win or lose, you always learn. You because always learn. even if you win, why did it take me four minutes to win? Why didn't do it every three minutes? And I had him in armbar, but why did he escape? Or maybe he had me almost in submission. Why didn't I let him do that? So I believe you can always learn from a win or, um, a, or a lose, loss, yeah. And it's just the way how to look at it. And for me, the training also, because I see the same mentality also in training with a lot of guys. They always are concerned about not losing. But in training, you never lose, you never win. You're making each other better. And yes. you can only be better if you use the training as a playground, like a kid with a swing or with a glide or whatever, and, and experiment and play and do your stuff. And that's the way to grow, I believe. And I see the same thing, try to do that in competition, only then a little bit more tighter. Yeah, without trying to make mistakes. That's yeah. a beautiful way of seeing it, man. I always had that idea when, um, I t I, I, till this day, if I go to a competition, I'm nervous. And Me when too, I think I, always. When I go, when I'm, I'm nervous, it's like, it's like why, are, why am I nervous? Because I don't want to lose. Why does it matter if you lose? It's like, because I have to prove myself. To who? Yeah. You know? No and then, one. No one. And then, then when I go through the whole process in my mind again, I said, oh yeah, I'm here to just fight yeah, as hard as fun. I can. Just to fight as hard as I can. Try to do as much as I you can. You can do as much as you can, you know, and... Uh, and if you give everything you got, yeah. you go for the win. The and if you have the loss, accept the loss. That's too, it. Man. Yeah, he was that, better that day. That's it. That's truth. That is the yeah. truth right there, man. That in the problem with the mentality and the psychology behind going for competition is, I think you have to train competition itself yeah. to be good at it. That's yeah. something you have to do. If you train in the if you train sparring, if you train a certain position, then you get better at that position. Yeah. Yeah. Which means that if you do competition, you train competition. You're going to get better at competition. Yeah. And if you do competition, it will help you to do so a lot and a lot faster. Too. Yeah. Because you have it's to, extended. yeah, because you don't know the person who's fighting you. You don't know his game. Yeah, so here you can make mistakes in a competition. You're two points behind or three points. You, know, you have to make the switch 
much uh, faster to recognize what's happening and to force your own game of whether it's your game or with strategy or with the mentality how can you put him in the position that you want him to do, go or you know and you can practice it here but in competition it's a lot different because you have the nerves it, it's like the first game like the first fight it's always like your forearms oh more, they're dead, lungs, they're dead. You know? <laughs> yeah it's always you have to get that you immediately to, uh, walk towards your teammates come on please stretch yeah, it stretch exactly. it <laughs> i can't feel them yeah, you know? so, yeah just, <laughs> these nogi people do not know what like no. the first, they don't know what no. it is <laughs> they don't know what it is guys if you if you if you're only doing grappling if you're only doing nogi put on a gi sometime and then go to a competition your forearms will fall off for sure for <laughs> your yeah, fingers yeah. will hurt so much it is it's like very hard to like yeah. No, yeah. but this is and even nowadays yeah and in i remember like I, I remember going like I, I've, I've done jiu-jitsu now seven years mm. going to eight years of jiu-jitsu and um, I remember like way back I used to follow a few friends in Brazil you know mm. go with them to a competition and see what's up and everything like that and it has changed the yeah. jiu-jitsu the jiu-jitsu in the last few years yeah even it has changed so much. Yeah. I mean, like, we've, if we're talking about our grips now, imagine at that time when everybody was just locked yeah. down locked the down. whole time yeah. and just pressure passing you the whole time. But you have done this for a long time and you're yeah. in the division that is, you're, you're, you're fighting what now? Master? Uh, three. Master three. Yeah. It must be incredibly hard. <laughs> oh, it is, man. <laughs> it must yeah. be. It must be. You get some experienced guys who've been doing it for 20 years. Yeah, you I know. know. So what, what do you think about when you compare that jiu-jitsu? Yeah. And what you told me earlier today about training with your younger students yeah. and they doing like De La Rivas into Berimbolos and, and stuff yeah. like that. And to me, I am much more akin and I love much more the old school stuff so yeah. you mostly see me doing like I can I can roll the other stuff too and I know how to get out of them and I understand them I appreciate them but the thing is if I'm doing my game yeah. I'm doing guard half guard butterfly I'm doing this older kind of stuff yeah. you know I try to make it keep it tight and close what do you think like this was this change good is it good that everybody's doing De La Riva is it good yeah. that everybody's rolling into a bearing ball me personally I believe everyone should do whatever works for them Perfect. So yeah, so <laughs> I don't believe in this is the perfect jiu-jitsu, this is the perfect guard, this is the perfect way. I believe whatever works, you get the results. Nobody can go around it, so it works, so it's good for me. And uh, I'm old school because I was brought up old school, but I still believe because the jiu-jitsu, especially the different weight class, the lighter weight class, they are more like uh, they're lighter, they move quicker, they do a, a lot more like Baron Baller, Dan Riva, Reverse, they leave a spiral sweep. So when you're fighting that weight, I believe you cannot uh, stand in the old way. You have to, if you do competition at the highest level, you have to keep up with it. Yeah, and, you have to know what's coming. Yeah, right? and even if it's not your game, if you understand it, mm. you can defend it. You have to learn it. Yeah, you so that was one of the reasons when I was telling, telling you either, uh, earlier, I was losing like 15, 20 kilograms to understand the game more and I could have with the kid which you're rolling with so I understand even more the crap ride and all this new stuff that the guys were fighting like minus 76 so you, you minus lost 70. 15 kilos so you can train better with one of your students so yeah. you could understand the technique so better. I could be a better trainer coach also for him and a better training partner yeah. guys you do not know what your coaches go through no. <laughs> always have respect that's why when you get into the mat just be respectful <laughs> be, have love because whatever you're going through I did I did diets for my students yeah. I tried diets out for my students too man these are hard stuff 
Because when I was like 90 mm. kilograms, 93 kilograms, I was fighting different than I was fighting now. So also my game, I had to adjust. And it only got better because now I got what I was fighting like I was It gives you evolving, right? Yeah, and now I can add it up because now I'm going back to 85 kilograms again. So I add <laughs> what I learned in the lightweight. I'm going back to add it, it with 85, 90 kilograms. So oh, that's yeah. going to be... It's gonna be. I'm excited to see what your game is going to become. Yeah, Actually, for me too, it's, man. It keeps. It keeps. It keeps Always evolving. evolving. Yeah, I like the evolving. That's why still today I'm in love with Bissin Dusa like the first day. Every day Even I learn more. something. Every yeah. day I learn something. And the the best part is like I I don't know if you have that too. I learned stuff from white belts. Yeah. I, I learned like they do some weird sure. stuff, and then you go like, hey, shit, this might work. <laughs> yeah. I think that's the right mentality too. I always tell guys, also the higher belts, because sometimes they think. I know it all because I already mm. been through it. But I always tell my students, if there's like a new guy coming in and it's his first time and I roll with everyone. So if I roll with him, I learn from him. Because like you're saying, he's doing sometimes really crazy stuff. And you have to adjust your game totally different because he doesn't know Brazilian Jiu Jitsu. So sometimes like this, or, so how can I do, um, force my Jiu Jitsu without any strength? So I can no, make can the you. perfect position because in training I want to do as less strength positioning and like perfect. I'm like, yeah, how do you say that? Not uh, artistic. How, how do you say that? <laughs> OCD. Yeah, OCD. But I want it perfect. perfect. Yes, I, I keep it. drilling it till it's mm -hmm. perfect for me. Yeah. That is awesome. That is amazing, man. This whole time doing the jujitsu and still in love with it. Yeah, even more. Where do, where do you yeah. see where? I, I, I was thinking, you know, I really want to see you in competition again. Every time yeah. I you see you going and every time you're coaching, everything, I enjoy <laughs> the hell out of it. I enjoy it all of it. Mm. I, I think I've known, I, I don't know how long, but I think it's now been like eight years ago. I was in Belgium training and then mm. I went to a couple of competitions and I saw you there. You were way bigger. You were almost 105 kilos or no, something. Oh, like 84, uh, 94, 95 kilograms. Yeah, something like that. Something yeah. like that. You, 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 you was, oh God, it was, yeah. but it was, it was amazing to see you coach everybody at that time yeah. already and compete a little bit. And uh, I think I saw you compete. So I, I was, I was gonna, what do you think about now, the, the World Championships? Do you think you're going to participate? No. In no, the IBGF? No, no. it's also a money thing you know, the one the masters in barcelona i wanted to go but now with the phenomena i'm not at the at the fitness yes, i am no. and this is what uh if i do competition i want to train properly for a competition yeah. that that's if something happens i will fight but at least i have trained like uh it's like an mma fight because i'm from the kickboxing Muay Thai. we always had one competition like eight weeks before mm -hmm. kind of stu start doing specific training so i do all the year like basic lifting to get my basic strength level high yeah but then when we do competition i could do like periodization uh, periodization yeah and when i sign in for competition i always try to take it professional so i always figure out how my conditioning explosive everything i roll i bring it back to the gym and it's very very and this is every this. tournament I fought in the past. I was that approach. That is awesome. It. How long do you? How long? So you take eight weeks before? It depends on how I feel because I train all year. But when I do a tournament, I go like eight, six weeks, four weeks more specific to the tournament. Yeah. All right, guys. And then what do you do in this? If you can tell us, yeah, if it's not yeah, giving no away problem. secrets. No, no. If like four, six weeks before, are you doing like double trainings? What What is yeah, the... Sometimes two, three times a day. Yeah, okay. Sometimes short uh, parts. Sometimes I had like for 10 years, I did it like uh, 
for example, in the morning, I did uh, like a strength training session. Mm. And when I normally train, I train like four to six days strength training besides Brazilian Jiu Jitsu, just the basics. And when I do competition, I do it less, like two or three days in a week. But then one day is like maximum strength. The other day is like explosive. Mm. And the other day, it depends on how I feel, how my recovery is doing training. Sometimes I do like hill sprints and do some basic lifts in between. So it all depends how I, uh, I translate it to my sparring because the sparring tells me how I feel with bigger guys, lighter guys, and how my recovery is, how my strength is. And I bring it to the to the gym. So it's micro cyclists I'm gonna do like in a week or oh, two. Okay, okay. But you got like, uh, if you do like macro cyclists, it's yeah. like what you do over the year. And the micro is more like in a week. Yeah, and it comes very, uh, what I feel with sparring. And then I do in the afternoon, if I do a lot of sparring, in those time, I had like uh, an edit in the house. I had placed mats. And then I had invited some of my students, I need some dummies, can you spar with me? <laughs> and we were just sparring like an hour, hour and a half. And then during the afternoon, uh, during the evening when I was teaching, I just sometimes drill with my students and then I took a rest. And then the other day, it depends on how I felt, I did it doing strength training. So then I did technique training in the afternoon, just drill, just one, two techniques to like in the real details. And then in the evening I did sparring. So that's the way I did like microcycle, like, like the three, four, six weeks before tournament. And the rest of the year I just trained, like Normal. keep the basics, experiment, try new stuff out. And, and how, how much now that you're, you're in a black belt and how much now would you say is like, this is a good amount to train. If you're not competing, train at least yeah, well, if you just do Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu, try to do at least three times a week, at least. At least. If you just started or if you're, uh, even if you're... Even if you just start, I say, man, try to do at least two or something. But mm. the more for me, it's always better. But yeah. I always say, try to... In the beginning, the energy is heavy for you, you mm. know, and the recovery. But the body is very, I think Adaptive. it's... Yeah, yeah, it's very phenomenal. Yeah, it's, it's not, it's, it's something incredible. It doesn't matter where you are, it, it just in the surrounding. So if you just give it some weeks and go through that barrier, mm -hmm. you will adjust and you will love it. So, and I always keep it free, but I give my advice. I tell people how I do it and then they can fill it in how it fits for them best. I'm not going to force anything up. But when things are having like uh, the, the kid what you're rolling with, he's got like a dream. Yeah. I'm a little bit harder for him. Yeah, because if you got a dream, you know. If you want it, then yeah, you're going to work. I gave him homework, so. <laughs> there it is. Yeah, he's got meds. At his addicts, his parents uh, bought meds. He <laughs> did the same as I'm doing. And he's practicing with his, oh, with his friend. Yeah. Oh, no. We have an addict. We have yeah. a lover. We have yeah. a jiu-jitsu fighter right here. That's awesome. That's awesome. But that is how you cycle through it, man. I'm going to go. I'm going to go to IBGGF. I'm going to see nice, it. Nice Although I, 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 lately I've been, there's been some, some stuff happening, man. Did you see about the Globetrotters? Yeah, oh, politics. I, like, so, I hate it, man. Oh, what was that about? I was, I was yeah. looking it up. I looked up what ABGG and the Glo ABGGF and the Globetrotters were doing. I was like, what the yeah, fuck? Yeah, man, they don't deserve this kind of bullshit. No, Sorry, they're so nice. But, yeah. They're so nice. These whole people, I, I, yeah. I actually talked to them. I signed up and everything like that. Yeah. And I, I had like because it's the idea they have about like you can visit every single gym. Yeah, and very nice. That is what it's supposed to be. Yeah. And then they they got kicked out of IBJJ. <laughs> yeah, I think it's very wrong. I mean, you, you, they gave a lot of people a platform so they can do competition. And yeah. well, you know how hard it is, man, to do to get registered at the <laughs> IBJJ. 
Yeah, you know, has to, has to stop. Sometimes I understand because they want to keep the quality, but man, we're growing. And if you want to give everyone a fair chance, let them roll, man. Just, yeah. you know, I think the UIAF with Gus Oliveira, yeah, he's they're, they're done doing, an incredible job. And he's doing still doing, you know? look, they're doing way better than I Yeah, and all but credits to Gus Oliveira. Yeah, uh, man, he's. He's a phenomenal guy. Dude, yeah. he's making an awesome job out there. He does. There's like other competitions now that are growing and they're being like extremely good in my opinion. Yeah. Way better than IBJJF. And I think the IBJJF with like this kind of stuff, they're going to end up losing people. Or they're yeah, going yeah. to become this, this sole entity that is only the world championships. Yeah, know? you know, I, I think people, because now if you look, just look at social media, man, a lot of people get like, how do you call it, like an Afghir? Uh, disgust is it, is yeah. it, it's a strong word it's a strong but word, it, it would it's getting to disgust yeah it's because you see all things and people not really speak up the mind you know yeah. like they didn't do before and i believe like uh christian uh, gaugut who is like from the bj yes. he's so phenomenal like, nice guy i met him i did like one camp in Leuven, like i think two three years ago mm -hmm. and all the people man they're so nice they all share mm -hmm. the same passion they just want to do jiu-jitsu yeah and so, bring it to everybody and yeah stuff. and they have incredible fighters and about legit man i know people who are black belts on the black belts who i think are not less <laughs> legit <laughs> yeah. than these guys who are in the beating yeah, the yeah, yeah, you know yeah. so i i don't i don't like politics man nah, I, I, I hate it, it. I hate it. I, I know what you mean. Because I know what you mean. Because the sport and the athlete is never good for them. In, in Brazil, it's it's pretty hard. It's pretty like, uh, how should I say this? Um, it's kind of like football teams. Yeah. Like you kind of have like an Ajax versus Feyenoord situation, yeah. Yeah. you know, but with every single other gym. Yeah. So the the things we teach, the things we teach, like um, I remember, like the guys, what, what the teachers taught there is like whatever happens to the other team, it's their problem. Yeah, you have to go in. You have to. These are your enemies in competition. Oh. You have to kill them, rip their arms off. You have oh. to fight hard, don't care, and just keep going. And and I believe, like in a healthy competition, I always tell the guys when we do competition, it's business. Yeah, you know, but after that you shake hands and you have yes. friends and you mm -hmm. you teach each other, you learn each other, you roll with each other. You ask, hey, my nice technique. How do you do that? Mm -hmm. How did you cut me? Or how did I cut you? And I always tell people because sometimes I guys don't film me or don't put it on social media or don't do this. I said, why? Just I don't it. want people. To my 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 <laughs> opponents know what I'm doing. I said, man, they I know don't want to be in the highlight reel. I don't want to be somebody's highlight Yeah, reel. <laughs> but your jiu-jitsu oh. will only get better if he knows your technique. So he's going to yeah. defend. So you have to improve your jiu-jitsu again. Yeah, man. man. It is true. And once yeah. you get famous, it's happening either way. Yeah, man. And you're getting I, your I DVDs out there. And, uh, and that's going to happen. That's going to happen. It's, um, I don't know. I think Jeff made a big mistake right yeah, now. Yeah, for sure. I mean, Globetrotters was actually helping them yeah. to, like, bring it to the whole and it's still it's in like from what you've seen in this 15 years it exploded it growed at once that there's immense number of white belts now and they were helping with that but if you look at like the amount of athletes that IBG have it's not always that much at like tournaments like in Europe still if you look like UJJF I think they got like the same amount like competition fighters and I think UJJF personally nowadays do more for the athlete and the sport than IBGF is doing yeah and, and absolutely yeah absolutely. and i think it's it's, it's uh, sad you know because i like the tournaments IBDF. i think they how they run it and the, the atmosphere you know the vibes and, and 
the platform you got there. I think it's perfect. The it, level it is feels, high. It feels it feels professional. Yeah, it's it's very good and it's good for the dude. So, but I think yeah, man, it's getting less. Politics. I think less and less people are going to it. I think, especially after this move, they did. I think they they're gonna stop. I think it's not worth it anymore. No, I'm I'm gonna go for this. Um, I'm gonna take a look. But I'm not sure. I'm not sure. I'm not sure no, if I'm ever going not. to, if, if I'm ever going to continue with it. There's so many other amazing competitions. I'm not talking like if IBJJF turns around and does like, uh, does a little bit more service for the people that are coming because for the prices we pay and for this championship, you pay a lot. You pay a lot. A person that leaves Europe or Brazil, yeah. for that matter, and goes to the United States to do the world championship. And has to pay that amount to participate. They can do something back, you know. And you, if you're a black belt in adult division, you need an X number of that. That keeps the level high. That's cool. Yeah, yeah. I think but, that they have very good stuff going but on. But only if you're being sponsored. Because yeah. if you're paying out of your own pocket, ooh. It's <laughs> yeah, not professional anymore because you're still paying it yourself, you know. So if That's, you make the next move and you want to... If you want to keep people out, fine. But then make the other people more professional. Give something back to the. That's an actual. Make it yeah, something. Yeah. Make it an actual tournament. Yeah. Make it an actual place where people can win actual money. Like uh, if you like the, uh, put yeah. a contract on them. Yeah. So give them a contract. Yeah, I, I totally agree, man. I totally agree. You give them a contract. Yeah, yeah. I mean, all these guys, all Leandro Lo, Kainadwach, all these new guys that are new and old, all these, all these guys that are competing at Volchem. Give them a contract. Because a lot of people look up to these guys. A lot, a lot of people. Then a lot of people, a lot of them leave. I mean, uh, I mean, Rodolfo Vieira. Ah, he said no, bitch. I'm going into UFC. He's fighting, right? It's the same with Jacare. Jacare uh, quit after oh. he fought the fight, uh, the World Championship, and he broke his own against Roger Gracie. And then he said, "What did they do for me back after the?" Yeah. And then he decided to to, uh, to do MMA. Yeah, he went into it, and he did a good thing. He's still doing. He, he's still yeah. doing. He's, he's, young he's, he's happy. Yeah, <laughs> he's happy. Yeah. Damian Maya, same thing. Man, he's a, yeah, man, he's a legend. Yeah. Wow. Wow. Yeah. These guys, these guys are like they said. Nope, I'm done. <laughs> I'm going yeah, to do. Uh, I'm going to make money. But I think Damian Maya is still doing like MMA Brazilian Jiu Jitsu old school. I think Jacare is more like a brawler, and he, yeah, he, he, got, in, he got into it. He got into it. The thing that Jacare also has in the brawling is like he knows if you take me down, you're you're in trouble. Oh, <laughs> if if that's a big if you yeah. take me down, oh my god! Because he does, he's not afraid to get the punches and stand up with you. And then me and Maya, what he had like less fights. He was doing more boxing, yeah. but still, he always goes to your back. Yeah, he always he goes. He, he always does that same, but it works. He always does that half guard. Yeah. From that half guard, he like you're done. But he never, uh, how do you say it? He never left his roots, I and mean, you yeah. see it always back in MMA. But that is something I must say. It has kept uh, his. Uh, let's say like this: It has kept him from a lot of brain damage. Yeah, it has sure. kept him a lot live long enough. Doing and he's not the youngest. Yeah, how old is he now? I think he's almost in forty. Yeah, he's pushing forty. He's pushing forty. And, and Jacare, huh? Romero, Romero is Romero. fighting. Romero is. We cannot speak. Romero is a is a is a genetic experiment that happened in Cuba under the yeah. <laughs> with that Fidel Castro started and yeah. created a superhuman. So man. that's not normal. No, that's not. Well, you 44, saw him forty two or something. 40, 44, I think. Yeah, forty four. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think. And he was when he went with Adasanya when yeah, he did the yeah, press yeah. conference and he started dancing and he just backflipped. He just said, like, normal, I'm, like yeah. "I'm no, I'm warm." <laughs> and just jumped into a backflip. I will break every bone if I do that. Man, man if I no. I'll I'll land on my head immediately. <laughs> yeah, I'll land sure. it. You guys, you don't know how hard it looks so easy because he did it. Yeah. But he just jumped out of nothing into a 
Yeah, it's amazing, man. It's amazing. But again, with him, you see the wrestling star. He's, he never left the roots of wrestling. Yeah. And still like that, like, I believe MMA is still like an complete thing. Mm -hmm. But I still also, I can enjoy when people, you see the original art back in yeah, there, right? like a kickboxer or whatever. I still like them. It must be also something with like, uh, Cuba had like a, a, I saw him talk about it. And they yeah, have the training like, camps. They have like, they, they, uh, they have like, since children, they have training yeah. camps and they have like training methods. And also wrestling in itself is like so hard. Wrestling, boxing. It's, oh, yeah. it's they, they were wrestling, but they've always had world champions. In yeah, wrestling and in boxing. And boxing. They were really good yeah. at it. They understood how to make training, how to make people good. Yeah, there yeah. are some countries who have like, like Mexico. Mexico boxing has boxing boxing. everywhere. But yeah. I think it's maybe because it's part of what their their culture is. I it? think it is. And I also think it's like, uh, like in Thailand, you know, if you grow up in uh, poverty, poverty yeah. you know, it's sometimes the only way for you to escape and have a good life. And you are more motivated. If you look like a lot of guys nowadays who grow up with everything around, which is good but it it's a different mentality yeah they if you grew up in shit and on you streets. you miss you miss a little bit of i don't know that killer instinct should i say yeah could we call maybe it that? Or, could or, we call it that i don't know maybe it's like more they if it doesn't work i still got that this you know what i mean yeah and in those countries it's either this or nothing yeah and you got it even in holland you know guys who grew up because every time a lot of people say in holland we grew up with uh, good country and mm -hmm. good money but i don't believe it's always so you know? no there's there's always there's always like all around the, the yeah. world you're always and those guys you see the multi kickboxing some of these guys they are monsters from england man, or from here in holland yeah oh some my gosh. Some Dude, and i didn't even know that it was that good i mean i knew a couple of names i knew i love of course remy boyanski and so and yeah. stuff like that but once i went to brazil and that's incredible. Brazil loves fighting. Brazilians love fighting. They introduced me to all the Muay Thai fighters. Yeah. I started doing Muay Thai there too. Cool. And I did it with... Um, now, let me not forget oh, you, a student from Orono. Mm -hmm. You remember Orono that fought against Ramon Deckers? I think I did. Yeah. And his student was Brazilian and came to Brazil oh, really? and then he was training there at my gym oh, wow. that I set up there and then I, I was like really that good so I looked at it a little bit and I said well I I know a little bit of boxing I did some taekwondo let me try yeah. this stuff out it was so much fun it's it was great, buckets man. of fun it was buckets of fun it was the only sport I ever did where the intention of the sport is to literally hurt somebody as much as possible yeah, break him break him that's the thing it's breaking yeah. and it's so cool I mean come on I mean how fun is it to give a, a within the and it's even more pretty if you understand the art and you can do it with reading your opponent and yeah and, yeah I love the game, man. I was, I was, I was one of those guys from Thailand came by to teach us, and the only thing he did was kind of talk a little bit, and the rest he did just pad works with yeah. us. But the pad works he did was like he got us, and then his little son, sixteen yeah. years old, oh, tiny, <laughs> tiny animals, man. And then I asked eventually, how many fights did you already do? Ah, like one hundred and sixty. What? Yeah, you go like what the fuck? Yeah, sixteen years old, one hundred and sixty like this, yeah. They start like this. They, they, they start so small. And every time I lifted my foot next to this guy, I was on the floor. Bah, bah, sweep, bah, sweep, bah, sweep. If you got like UFC fight pass, yeah. you can watch the uh, the fights live from Thailand. Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then you can see them fight, man. Was it Mac? I, I usually walk, um, I, I love watching the old ones on mm -hmm. YouTube, but there's Max. Okay, well, Max. 
K1 yeah, Max. Yeah, like the in nineties, early 2000, 2001, you got like Albert Kraus, Andy Sauer, yeah. uh, Musashi. Uh, man, all of these guys. You got like the Greek. What's his name? It was like little Mike Tyson. Oh, oh the oh yeah, I know the Greek guy, the, yeah. the, the one that only strong punches. Yeah, the hooks. Oh, oh those were scary. You got like Mo from Holland. Zambidi. Zambidi. There we go. Yeah. There we go. You got really great fighters from that area, and it was not only hard, but it was technical combination yes, that and was local. Yeah, it that was, was a beautiful time. Yeah, and also the K one, like the heavyweights. Mm -hmm. I think the early 2000s and, and 90s, the, the year of the 90s, were the best areas right, of right. Yes, it was a goal. Hard, technical, good, good conditioning. Yeah. So. And then, but the Muay Thai stuff is, is pretty hard to get them out. And you see that in like K1. Yeah. It's pretty hard to see them back in K1. I mean, Bukwa uh, was one of the, uh, one of the few who did very great in the K1 And I think that's. Yeah, just a game. I think uh, another one that's great is Sunshine. Sunshine. Yeah. Yes. Oh, yeah. Oh my God. What a well, he always laughs, man. He always do this cowboy shit. Yeah, man. and he's playing around this whole time. Yeah, with that. But he's I, also doing like Muay Thai with just like... Uh, just with Muay the Boran. Muay Boran. With just, just the... Oh, that must be... That is another he's level. always laughing. Eh? And he goes to a championship happy. Dancing, yeah. everything like that. And he's not the youngest anymore also. No, he's up there. Yeah. He's up there too. Like, Some of these guys fought like three, four hundred fights. Yeah, I, I think incredible. he's. I think he's at four hundred something yeah. already. He's like he's a he's especially old for his category and age, and he still fights people. Yeah, he still does, man. And if you look at them, if you go back early when you say about nurse and winning and losing, I don't think these guys are all are with the mind winning or losing. They're just having fun. They're just going there to have especially fun. him, man. He and that's have fun. that's I think something we have to also bring back to what you just yeah. Are you going to a championship? Have, have fun. Man. fun. Have yeah. fun. Take it. Take it serious, but in a fun way. Yeah. I mean, that's the. I think that's the the, the secret. Yeah. I think if you if you keep it fun, you you fight better everything because you're more loose, you know. And if you're nervous too much and you, you put so much pressure on yourself and for your friends or whatever, you don't like this. Yeah. You know? then so, it's like, and uh, if you look at the guys in Mutai, you know they are very relaxed, it's like dancing and stepping around. The first two, two, three rounds are just, just point and yeah, testing. Yeah, figure it out. Like, what is he doing? And then where? the fourth round is. Then it's going like everything. Oh my god! I, I remember, remember all those guys. Oh, I remember watching everybody there. After I after I learned and I saw it, I said, "Damn!" It all brings back. I think if you are a martial artist, if oh. you're doing jujitsu. Check the other stuff out too. I mean, if you're doing jujitsu every single day, you're gonna get tired at a certain point, you know. Go to a Muay Thai class. <laughs> yeah, man, do I do it. Muay Thai still. So. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. Do something else, just for fun. You don't have to like commit. You, you already have your thing, which is jujitsu. It will Whoever. help you do jujitsu. It will help you for sure because that of the coordination. Cool. Yeah, do if some you, boxing. Yeah. Do some Muay Thai. Do they something. do like a lot of uh, top level, uh, like soccer players, but also like other uh, top level uh, athletes. If they do like a different sport aside, it helps your coordination. Absolutely. So it helps your main sport to get better. Uh, Which makes me think we should actually get together and play a soccer match. Yeah, yeah we, we do. do. I like play soccer. <laughs> I've done it for ten years. Me, yeah. Really? Oh, man, I'm Brazilian. It's I was born oh, with cool, it. Man. I'm only bad at it. Like, yeah. <laughs> no, man. I was in the army. And, uh, I was in the army. Too really? Also. Yeah, yeah. We got like we went uh, Dutch champion, half class A. So oh, really, that's yeah, awesome. Yeah, yeah. I, I, you're my army man too. No, I, I, I was like uh, not professional. Yeah. But when you're in Holland, it's not anymore. But when you're like 18. 
they call oh, you up and then you have to go and when oh, yeah that used to be that yeah bad. and i'm like the older guy so when <sighs> i was like 18 we still had it in holland oh i just missed it i think yeah because yeah, yeah. two years after that three years they uh they finish it so this is not anymore uh no, yeah. Verplicht, zeg maar. yeah it's not that's not necessary all right yeah. that is cool yeah, man. They won in that time with the football. Yeah, we should yeah. get back together. We were a Dutch champion. We were, I got like the middle seat. Oh, home, that's awesome, guy. Yeah. Oh, that's awesome. We should get it together. We should get the people from like, like from my team soccer. and your yeah. team and just have like a barbecue football. Yeah, I'm into football park or something. There we go. There we go. There we go. We have yeah. to have this football match, man. Awesome. What I wanted to ask too is, um, so I, I looked around on your Facebook, you yeah. know, and I saw you have two lovely kids. You're yeah. a dad. That's awesome. You're a dad, and you you teach jiu-jitsu and you do all these jobs at the same time yeah. how is it with uh, the kids can yeah. you and what i mean with the kids is uh i i, I part of me wants children yeah. i'm not there yet it's but the part of me it's, uh, yeah yeah it's the best, best thing, thing ever happened to me man and that's that yeah. is that is that's something i want yeah, you so know? it's like a mirror but don't you kind of don't you like push them towards the no. fighting or no. never or don't you never. feel like no. no, no, no. I did some. Um, they've done Brazilian Jiu Jitsu. My my son then some competition. I know. And I, I am like this to my kids. If you want to do something, do it good. So don't do it like half. You know. I, I like uh, whether it's school or something else. Have commitment. So try to do the best you can to get everything out of you. But you have to do it because you want to do it. Don't do it because I'm saying you have to do it. You know what I mean? It's a yeah, different approach. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, uh, especially my son, because he was all doing some competition. And then I say, well, if you do competition, it's for real, man. You have to train hard. You have to do so this. Do if you don't do competition, do whatever you want, man. Because it's a different <laughs> mindset, I think. And uh, and then he didn't like it and that much anymore because of the injuries he got. Because he okay. did free running, BMX. Oh. And he, he pushed he, his father. He, yeah, <laughs> he got his father's side in there. He's yeah, so busy. He does. Yeah. Because he was getting with me strength training when he was 12. Wow. Yeah. And is that too early or is that no, not? I don't that's okay. that. No, no it's And I'll explain why if you got some time. Oh, we got all the time in the world. I mean, because uh, uh, I was. Let me, let me look at the crew. The crew looks happy, fun. Okay, cool. Part of the crew is on the cell phone, the other part is <laughs> enjoying that. No, but they're, they're, they're cool, man. We have time. Oh. It's, it's like this because a lot of people always tell me, man, it's young. And then I let him think this way. Because a lot of people always say, it's good for kids to do like uh, body weight exercise. A lot of people always yeah. say, that's good. And then I explain this. Okay, that's good. Uh, like a pull-up. Yeah. Like a kid, 50 kilograms. So first of all, it's like free. So you got less control. It's very difficult to do a pull-up anyway for an adult to do one pull-up. I'm still horrible at them. So, and then it's 50 kilograms. Now I do a lead pull-down. It's all control and I put 30 kilograms on it. It's the same exercise, but it's less tension on the thing. We're still doing weight training. So what's, oh, and then you see them think, oh, I never looked at that way. Then I say this, what eight from the, like the little school to the big school where they go with the big bags on the back. Mm -hmm. They're like 11, 12 years old. Those, yeah, that is like, horrible. How much, 50 kilograms? Now you're gonna say like three, four kilograms in each head is not good to do any exercise. There you go. How, there you how go. much kilogram is like a, there you go. a milk from the from the uh, from the fridge? Dish. Yeah, like two liters is two kilo. Yeah. Now you say two kilo dumbbells is too heavy. 
learn and they get more adapted they get stronger so they get like more how do you say it belastbar uh, they can end up carrying more they'll, yeah. they'll grow much exactly so if you get like rugby or judo or you fall you don't get much injuries than because, quick, you because your body is more stronger yeah. so I don't believe in that start your kids young yeah start your kids young and do it playfully you know let them have fun but yeah. serious and look individuals because I got kids who are like six seven years old And I just say, well, half a kilo in one hand and we do some squatting. If he does the squatting correct, if he does it, we do bodyweight squatting. Mm -hmm. So I do a lot of different kind of play strength training so they can like uh, adjust. And when they like 10, 11, 12, we can make the transfer to more serious because they already got some some background, some base. And then when they're like 14, 15, 16, the testosterone, the, the hormones, and then we're going to yeah. do some serious I've got a girl with me strength training because it's also my profession and she's in the Dutch national ski team wow. and she deadlifts I think like 110 kilograms and Oof. I think she's 16 years old. Wow. I got another kid who deadlifts 100, animals, 100 man, kilo yeah. deadlift. I got a movie and film of her and she deadlifts I think 100 kilograms. I don't know if we can she's like... She's 13, 14. Can we add that video? Do you mind? No, no I have to ask them. Yeah, we'll ask them. We can add them. You guys are going to see it on screen. I can if we can't do it, if we can't do it, if we can't show it, then then you guys uh, look, up, you, uh, look up uh, Hank's Instagram. Yeah, we're uh, going to give it, we're going to put it there, Hank's Instagram, and then it's going to be up there. We're gonna my son it. does muscle ups like you don't believe Muscle that. ups? Yeah, I can show you, man. Yeah, I will show you when we yeah, finish. Yeah, when we finish, we are, we're going to add this also yeah. to the video if you want. I don't know, can we add this in post? My or son, are you going to you gonna can, go shoot me? Yeah. <laughs> no, my son, you can post, no problem. All right. Yeah. Awesome, man. So it was, it's kind of okay. You found it easy to like bring them into jujitsu and like interest them or like, well, because you have a, a, I don't a force son them. and a daughter? Yeah, my daughter has done gymnastics for a year. Yeah. And now she's doing dancing, like, oh, like a clip dancing and she wants to do ballet. And I think whatever they like you know i be, i think it's important they do something movements yeah uh. but it's up to them <laughs> i see a lot of parents who uh, force the kids and and try to always must be the best most of the time these parents they didn't make it yeah. doing that i think i'm not saying it is the truth but you know but for me no my kids should do whatever they want whatever mm -hmm. makes them happy my son is into strength training that's his passion and cars Perfect. That's his passion, man. Perfect. Uh, yeah. Perfect. Yeah. That's how you, you keep. Now, there's a question I have, and I wrote this one down. Oh, actually, oh, wow. this is a question from uh, Ahmad was supposed to be here with okay, us, cool. questioning you too. And Ahmad had some good questions too, but he wanted to ask you in the in his site. Let's say it like this: How would you deal? Like um, your kid, uh, he did, uh, he did jujitsu. Yeah. And of course, we know that schools are battlegrounds <laughs> that is yeah. a, for like little kids in schools they're they're vicious they're animals yeah. come on they're they nowadays they're they're animals let's say he gets into a fight and i'm not saying like let's say not a physical fight but a verbal fight yeah. 
how do you treat that? How do you go by that? Because it's still fighting in a way, you know, it might. And let's say if he did, if it did escalate and your kid got into a fight and that can happen at any time. Maybe he's defending himself. Maybe there's a little a, a girl involved or something like that. I don't know. There's no appetite, <laughs> but we, yeah, there could be. But what do you do as a te- as a teacher and a father? Like, what are the two sides, or do the two sides? No, 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 no. <laughs> just come in flying. No, because it's your kid. It's your blood. Yeah, and it gets into a fight. No, I always tell them, man, uh, the street is different than the gym, mm-hmm. and I know. So I told him, you know, whenever you're in in trouble, try. Try to walk away from. Try to recognize when the problem is and don't interfere. Because nowadays it was already back in those days when I was young, but it's getting more and more. Yeah, you know, you get yeah. stabbed or whatever. Kids are walking around. With yeah, man, it's yeah. crazy. Yeah. I don't think it's worth, you know. And luckily, my son is a very easygoing guy. Yeah, he never he does, he does well, whatever. Yeah, and he just know? walks off. Yeah, so that's good. My daughter's different. <laughs> She's like me. Like, <laughs> yeah, like emotional temperament. And uh, so I have a lot of conversations with her, and I try to say, uh, man, try to ignore it, try to get it in here and there out, you know. Mm-hmm. Once someone gets physical yeah, with you, mm-hmm. man, you do the whatever you do whatever to you do. need to do to. Uh, that's true. Yeah, because it, no one's got the right to get physical with you. No that one. is true. If they put your hands on it, yeah, it's it's a difficult, it's a difficult question, especially nowadays when we see it with bullying and stuff oh, like I that. Bullish, man. No, I hate oh. every man. We, I hate them. Like, oh, don't 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 <laughs> don't be a bully, imagine. No, don't be a bully near me. Near me. You know, I got some guys. I know. <laughs> if you're bully, guys. if you're bullying, you think you're tough. Come train with Hank. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> come train with. I'll pay. I'll yeah. pay. I'll pay a for month sure. for you to come here and train with Hank and see yeah. if you don't get like if your problems don't be solved really fast. I really don't like bullies, man. They they have no clue as a kid but mm-hmm. also i think it's 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 um the teachers they're responsible but also the parents yeah because they have no idea what it does to a person when they grow older yeah and it, everyone can say it's words no man words hurts yeah, right. words get inside and, and they you, stay 20, 30 years later your job your relationship people have no idea what it does to you i think the bullying situation is also something that has to be dealt with by a whole community yeah it, it takes sure. it takes it takes everybody around you to, to yeah. raise a child right? yeah for sure. if you're doing your best to raise your kid as best as possible and then you send them off to a school and the whole school is rotten or you send them off to somewhere else you yeah. know where he has to go i don't know and the, the whole society around it is rotten it's going to be very hard to keep him on the path just look what they can find on the internet just look at what oh my fishing. god Kids. i didn't have that magazine we went after that oh yeah man i know it's hard, but it's it's cool. It's nice to see that that uh, yeah. your 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 kids kind of showed interest into movement and that you got them into yeah, it. Yeah, I think it's important. that you inspired them into yeah. into this uh, thing. Your gym yeah. is going great, man. I've been yeah. I, I trained here today. It's an awesome gym. You yeah, have hard you. as nails, guys. I wasn't prepared. I came here and I was like, this is gonna be. And then at the, I was it was hard. You had some hard yeah. guys running around. They beat me up every time too. So yeah, I'm, yeah. <laughs> I'm coming back. These guys gave got got my ego. I was like, uh, uh-uh. uh. We have to come back here. I have to train with them again. You're always welcome. Man. Oh, always always awesome. help everyone. Yeah. Right, so, so what's the future? What do you want? What do you want to do now? How far, where do you want to take this? Because 
it by itself yeah. it seems it already yeah that's it, it it's what, what, what by there, itself yeah what what else are you going to well by itself it also required like a lot of work from you and like a lot of yeah it sounds very stupid maybe but i let nature does his thing <laughs> yeah yeah i just yeah i can kind of see that I yeah like i just that. roll i just live my life i share my lifestyle mm-hmm. i share everything on social media <laughs> yeah. and it's just the way i am and you hate it or you love it and that's and it and whatever there's no in between with me and 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 people try to connect with me and yeah and it's easy man let me tell you something I it's just, easy to connect with you you have a you're very open in this sense yeah. and it's really nice to follow you around because i see that you are honest that you yeah sincere. man it doesn't matter where i am and you're working towards like getting the same idea towards your students yeah I, I, yeah some of these guys are already teaching themselves now in other gyms or do their own stuff and i ah, think it's okay. incredible as really? long as everything is in an transparent openly honest respectful way man it's on it's, it's awesome yeah. there's no better way did you think do you think that life taught you that or that jiu-jitsu taught you that or that, that uh, let, let me see life yeah uh, i don't have you, to think about that, that you know no. did you martial arts did it contribute to you in everything well some way but you know there are also a lot of sorry for my language assholes in the Absolutely. martial arts you know selfish who only think about themselves and use you for a tool or for a bridge or whatever yeah uh, i don't like that kind of mentality no. but uh no i think life touched me a lot teach me a lot and like i said uh i lived in macau when i was young you know and uh yeah you you look at things different in life and right, people right. you get like a six sentence and it's just yeah martial art teaches something uh but life taught me the most yeah for sure yeah. why this why 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 this why why do this is what what is the passion behind it can you explain it can you find a way yeah. because i have been trying and this is a question i i try to pose to a lot of people and it's because it's a question that within this society people ask me a lot and they go like why not study why not study to be like a lawyer or something in that direction and why would you ever yeah risk your get tired risk your limbs <laughs> you know, risk getting yeah. choked out risk all this stuff yeah for me it's it's like this and a lot of people think you're nuts but i'm very simple i was i'm a simple dude we were born to die and everything in between you have to do whatever your heart tells you to do and i before i became full-time like a trainer in, in strength training and uh, brazilian jiu-jitsu i was driving a lorry because my father had a oh, whole yeah. company so i was uh i decided i was rolled into it you know yeah so i was driving a uh, 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 yeah on a big truck or uh, a minivan i was driving troll of holland and with my father through europe sometimes but my heart wasn't there you know and i was always very active after my work so i still train for six times a week before after my work and uh yeah it wasn't my thing and then my my ex she was pregnant of my first child my son and then i said man i'm gonna do different i'm gonna i'm gonna follow my patient and i don't care how hard it is i don't care how many times i'm gonna fall i don't care anyway i'm gonna do it whatever it takes and from then moment on i changed my life 180 degrees yeah and i was like 26 or something and now we're here now we're here yeah any any regrets 
No. no. You're here. You're doing no, whether you love man. and doing it. If I tomorrow I die up a happy man. Oh, that's that's For awesome, sure. man. That's the great yeah. stuff. Who, how many people can, can say that they do they live the passion that's and help true. others through the passion and do something good? You know? For me, that's more rich dog than any money thing shit can buy in life. That For is, me, that is it. You found it, man. You seem realized yeah, yeah. in what you're doing or realized yeah. in, in whatever you're doing here. And yeah. it seems awesome, man. I'm happy you're going. I'm happy you're doing great. I'm, yeah, I'm really awesome. happy. This gym is growing. It's awesome. What I want to know is where do you want to take it? Yeah. Or is that going to see like let, let, let nature take its course? For sure. I will do it anyway. For a dream, I would like to cash in all over the world, of course. <laughs> That's like big dreaming, you know? Yeah. And I'm also very realistic. So I'm not like a, a good businessman. I don't think about business. I'm just mm -hmm. caring about passion and sharing that. And if it comes bigger, man, it's yeah. a great thing. And if it doesn't and it stays the way it is, it's good also. At least it has to be positive. It has some values. And this is important for me, man. And the rest is all I'm going to buy side. All right. That is it. Yeah. That is perfect, my man. Yeah. I think we got it for this time. Cool, I think man. I think uh, we have a lot of stuff, a lot of things that people can listen to right now. Yeah. And uh, can can you just give me like, uh, let's say it like this, we'll we'll link. Yeah. We'll link your Instagram here. We'll cool. link your 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 thing. You're you're teaching in Almeida right now. Yeah. Cool. There yeah, is sure. probably a Kaishi near you because these are growing. Yeah, <laughs> they yeah, are sprouting yeah. out of the ground. Yeah, some I good mean, ones too. So. And there's there's good ones in between there, and most of them train here too with you. Yeah, some and of them do. They, they go all the way come here every now and then. I mean, they you're you're taking care of everybody. I believe that. I believe that they're all carrying this happy family like. Yeah, they're all successful in their own way. And if you see how they started and how the way they are now, man, I'm, f I'm awesome, fucking man. proud of them. Yeah, that, that, is, yeah. that is the thing, man. That yeah, is awesome. It's like a second family. It's, it's awesome. It's, it's awesome to see people doing great stuff. Yeah. That is it, guys. Be successful in what they do. Yeah, so, sure. people, if you're listening, and you, I know you are, <laughs> Check it out. Check out the Instagram at Hank Hennevier. You're going to see some crazy stuff. You're going to see some oh, this guy sure. working hard, hard. It will motivate you. If you're watching this at home at 2 o'clock in the morning, at 4 o'clock, he will stand up and start running wherever you have to go. This guy is awesome. And that is it, my friend. Thank, an honor, man. thank you nice. so much. I really, no, I was good. I wanted to be talking to you for the longest time. I wanted to. The mm. moment I came here, the moment this idea, I actually wanted to come here way before that. This whole podcast idea started, and this gave me an awesome opportunity yeah. to come up and and train with you a little bit and like get this bond going. You know, come back, and, man. And, come back and oh, get yeah. a proper role with us. Oh, I will. I will absolutely will. And uh, I'm so happy that I talked to you. It was it inspiring. Was an honor, man, for, it for was inspiring, guys. my brother. It was an honor to <laughs> Thank you very much. Guys, I think we're done. We're done. We're done. Yeah. That's it.